Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. For today's episode, I'm going to be recapping week 8 of the NFL season. MLS Cup Final is officially been determined. It will be this Saturday night. Um, the World Series Game 3 is back tonight. It was supposed to be Game 3 yesterday, but in Philly it was postponed due to uh, the rain uh, hitting at like 90 100% pretty much the entire night over there in Philly. Um, but of course, we will resume with baseball tonight with Game 3, Game 4 tomorrow, and then Game 5 on Thursday. And if we do make it to a Game 6, it will be on Saturday. Game 7 would be on Sunday in Houston. Um, we also got news um, in the hip-hop world of, unfortunately, another rapper um, losing their life um, to gun violence. And I guess we could start off with that, um, just to kind of get get that out of the way. Um, yeah, let's, let's talk about it. So today I wake up this morning getting ready to go to school, right? Um, I had to take my psychology class today, and I woke up, you know, the alarm woke me up like I was 6, 6, 30, around 6.30, um, and I go on Instagram, first thing usually I do when I, uh, when I wake up after the alarm, first f- post I see is rap page, um, with a bunch of, um, bunch of clips of, of the Migos, and then I see a photo of takeoff, and then I read the caption, and it says that he was shot and killed um, in Houston um, at a bowling alley um, after apparently they were playing dice and someone ended up um, shooting and killing um, takeoff and injuring others in the process as well, um, including Quavo, who I believe is injured, but fortunately is not um, has not passed away and he's recovering from his injuries, but. Unfortunately, that did not. That was not the case for um, for takeoff. I mean, um, obviously, rest in peace um, to takeoff. This is, um, you know, this is this is this is gonna continue to happen. This is this is gonna continue to happen all the time. I don't know when is it gonna stop with the 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 petty, the stupidity of how rappers are losing their lives. You know, this is a this was a man who was never into beef, never into drama, never was into any type of you know, um he was not into any type of problems. He was a very quiet um person, barely even spoke at times at interviews, even when he was with Offset and Quavo when they were the with the Migos, when they were the Migos. Um and I mean, look, this is the Migos that we're talking about. This is one of the biggest and most well-known rap groups of the 2010s. If they were not the biggest rap groups of the 2010s. Um, as you can see, my shirt, Outkast, they own the 2000s. And you can say the Migos own the 2010s um, as the best you know, trio in, in rap. I mean, who in the 2010s was doing it like the Migos with Quavo, with Offset, and with Takeoff? I mean, nobody. They made songs with Drake, made songs with Kanye. They made songs with um, Wayne, with a bunch of artists, man. You name any artist, they've made songs with Travis Scott. You know, 2 chains. Like, you just, 
it's ridiculous, man, um, how these little petty crimes, these little petty incidents are are they're, they're 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 costing people's lives. Takeoff was dead today. He got murdered last night on Halloween night be, because of a fucking dice game. Because of the most petty bullshit that people have to do to just end someone's life. It's just so easy to just pick up a gun and just kill somebody because you're from the street and you got to have yourself strapped up. You got to be prepared for whatever happens. Even with even with it's somebody like Takeoff who's clearly not someone who's into that shit or clearly is in the predicament or even is in the vicinity to be doing shit. They're at a bowling alley. They're playing dice, just having fun. Win or lose, what, what is what is the end result? You dying? You shooting somebody? You killing somebody? It makes no sense, man. It makes no sense, man. It makes it makes zero fucking sense. It's just it's just fucking ridiculous that this continues to happen, man. This continues to happen with 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 rappers. The same process as goes on for many other artists, you know. Gun violence is gonna be the number one thing that is just always it's just gonna be the, the, the long targeting problem in the community. In the rap community, it's just it's just an ongoing cycle. Every year, how many rappers die due to gun violence? And we're not even talking about the drugs or any other reason. We're just specifically talking just about the gun violence itself. It is really fucking bad. And it feels like this is just going to happen to another rapper next year. Next year, we're going to have maybe, what, I don't know, five big-ass rappers that lose their lives over the stupidest shit because somebody decided to take their own life. I, Pop Smoke died over a fucking chain. A 16, 17-year-old kid decided to shoot him outside, um, inside of his um, own bedroom out, as soon as he was coming out of the shower for a fucking chain. Pop Smoke lost his life before he even had a career, before his career was even going to take off. No pun intended. That, that, that ruined everything. A 17-year-old kid killed a fucking rapper who didn't even have a career yet to build off of. He just had a start. Now, take off at 28. He's already established himself. You know, he's a legend. You know, he was he was part of the Migos, man. He's he's a fucking legend. It's justified. I'm not saying that because every 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 rapper that passes, we have to call them a legend. No, fucking Migos. They're a legendary rap group. They are no one did it like them in the 2010s decade and takeoff was a huge part of it he was i think he's way better than fucking quavo in my opinion him and offset are the two best and sometimes i say offset is better sometimes i say takeoff is better it really depends i prefer offset maybe when it comes to like the flow and delivery but takeoff i love the fucking ad-libs i love the mama and everything else like he's just a very entertaining rapper Great music. I even did like his solo project, The Last Rocket, in twenty eighteen. Um, that Quavo Huncho album was not it, and the Father of Four album was okay. But the one that Takeoff dropped in twenty eighteen, that was a pretty good album, and I enjoyed it. You know, and it was a twenty eighteen album, which means it was stacked. You know, a bunch of albums in twenty eighteen. It was a big year for rap, and it stood out. You know, maybe it wasn't on Swimming or Daytona or Astro World. 
you know, level, but it was still a phenomenal. It was still a great album to listen to, and I really get to enjoy. But even with that, man, it it this it sucks, man. This just sucks. Like again, man, um, I'm grieving for his family. I'm grieving for for Offset and Quavo, man. They've just lost. Um, you know, I think Offset um, to to Migos. I mean, it was uncles. They were uncles and nephews. Um, and yeah, it was it was just you know they're family, man. We lost family, and and that just that really fucking hurts, man. That really hurts, and it, 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 it reeks, man. It reeks. It does. It really does. Um, so, yeah, rest in peace to to take off. I mean, he's, a, he's at a better place now. You know, he doesn't have to deal with this bullshit, but he's he's up there with, with maybe not a lot of people to go with around. But, man, we, we need to, they need to, we, you know, we... Others, you know, they got to change things around, man. We can't be losing rappers like this, you know, over stupid shit like this. Like, we can't. We can't, you know, like, this needs to stop. This needs to fucking stop, man. But, um, but yeah, rest in peace to take off. Um, all right, let's, let's, uh, let's transition to the next part of the episode. Let's talk, let's talk about with, um, Let's talk about MLS. Uh, okay, so rapidly, the conference finals were this past uh, was this past Sunday. Um, the Western Conference Finals: LAFC versus Austin. LAFC winning three um, nothing. Moving on to the conference, or moving on to the MLS final, and then Philadelphia beating New York three to one. Moving on to the MLS Cup final. So. Like I predicted, LAFC versus Philly. Let's go Philly. The game is on Saturday, November 5th at 4 p.m. Go Philly. Let's take the title. Um, bring it home. The Union has not won an MLS Cup, so let's see if they can do it. All right, now let's talk about the World Series. Um, let's talk about Game 1 and Game 2. So Game 1 was on my birthday, Friday, October 28th. I am officially now 19 years old, guys. So, you know, that's that's nice. Um, the Phillies were able to take Game One six to five after being down five nothing in the fourth inning. And by the fourth inning, they were down five zero, um, and they were able to come back six to five um, because Justin Verlander just does not know how to pitch when he is playing in the World Series. Um, he has a knack of just not playing well and just becoming inconsistent, and I mean just a completely different pitcher. Um, when he's pitching in the World Series. Um, same thing happened in 2017, in 2019, 2021. Um, he just cannot find a formula to play well in, in the World Series. I think even in 2012 when he was with the Tigers and he also performed really fucking bad in the World Series. He just, he just does not have a good... He's won, you know, one World Series title, which was cool, you know, 2017, whatever. But... We don't want to. We don't, we're not gonna elaborate on that too much. But uh, he just he just can't he just can't get it together. Which allowed the Phillies to put up six runs, and we were able to get the win out of there. So that was a big one. And then game two, um, eventually the Astros got revenge the day after on Saturday, um, defeating the Phillies five to two. Um, the Phillies' offense was non-existent pretty much towards like the eighth or ninth inning, where they scored two runs. 
uh, Framber Valdez was lights out pitching, just fantastic. Um, yeah, so the pitching obviously got the Astros to Game Two, and they were able to get their first win of the series. Now, Game Three was supposed to be yesterday, um, but that's not. Why is this? What is wrong with this? This is all sorts of fucked up. Google is all sorts of on crack right now. Um, it's showing me game five first, and then it's showing me that game four is today, but game three is today, and then game seven is on Saturday instead of Sunday. Okay, yeah, this is on crack. Let me re let me refresh this shit. Um, okay, maybe I'm gonna use ESPN. You know what, ESPN, you're not tripping, right? Let me just go on fucking ESPN and show y'all because Google is just not doing its job right now. Okay, so yeah, game three, Houston Astros, Philadelphia Phillies in Philly. This is the first game in Philly. Um, so yeah, this this game is gonna start in about like 10-15 minutes from now. Um, so yeah, you know, go Phillies. That's all I gotta say, man. Let's let's bring it home. Let's bring it motherfucking home. Let's do that. All right. Uh, let's talk about the NBA. Just a couple, a couple bits, a couple uh, teams to talk about. The Bucks six and zero, the only undefeated team in the NBA at the moment. Cavaliers five and one. They've been playing phenomenal basketball as of late. The Celtics been playing pretty good. Raptors have been playing pretty solid. Hawks, Knicks have been okay. Sixers are keeping it together now. They were struggling the first couple games. Tyrese Maxey had a forty-four point game. On my birthday, um, against the Raptors in Toronto, so Tyrese had a fucking, fucking, um, had a, 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 what the hell am I saying, had a great game on Friday, um, and I also had a good game on Saturday, they played against the Bulls as well, um, and now they're on a three-game winning streak, they beat the Raptors, they beat the Bulls, and they beat the Wizards yesterday, they do play tomorrow against the Wizards again, this time in Philly, and then the Knicks on Friday, so, three-game Winning streak for the Sixers right now. Let's keep this going. Um, the Wizards, Hornets, Bulls, Pacers, Nets, uh, the Heat. The, all these teams are in the bottom. Um, Pistons, Magic, they have not been playing that well. The Bulls, Pacers have been pretty disappointing at the moment. The Nets, no defense. is not going to take you anywhere. The Heat have been struggling. Kyle Lowry, what the fuck are you doing? This man's been doing nothing. Um, Jimmy Butler, rough. Bam Adebayo has still been pretty good. Tyler Hero has been okay. Um, and the Pistons and the Magic still are very poverty. Um, but Paolo Banchero, you know, he's he's just the only bright spot at the moment. That's the Eastern Conference at the moment so far. Uh, the Blazers 5-1 and one, and the Suns 5-1. and one. The two best teams in the West right now, been playing pretty good. The Jazz and the Spurs 6-2 and two with the Jazz and the Spurs 5-2. and two. They've been playing pretty good basketball at the moment. So let's see if they can keep it up for literally... Six more fucking months. Um, the Pelicans, Timberwolves, Nuggets, Grizzlies, Thunder, they've all been relatively good to mid. Um, actually, no, the Thunder, Mavericks, Warriors, Clippers have not had a great start to the season so far yet. They've been very inconsistent. Um, Luke and the Mavericks have been in most close game situations. Same with the Warriors, but they're now 3-4 and four right now. Uh, the Clippers... Kawhi should is not going to be playing these next couple games, but he was back a couple games, but he's still not showing you know superstar Kawhi yet. He's just been a little shaky as of lately. The Kings are not good. The Rockets suck ass, and the Lakers actually got a win. 
um, with Russell Westbrook being uh, coming off the bench. Um, obviously, the first five games, Russell Westbrook was a starter. First game, he plays off the bench. Wow, they get a win. And Russell Westbrook actually steps up. He has how many points? He has 18 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists, and only played 32 minutes. I mean, 32 minutes, that's more than half of the game right there. But coming off the bench, getting 18 minutes of rest helped out the team. I mean, LeBron had 26 and AD had 23 as well. Um, I mean, AD had 15 rebounds and 2 assists and 23 points. And LeBron had 6 rebounds, 8 assists, and 26 points against uh, the Nuggets. That was on Sunday. Um, so, yeah, the Lakers still shooting, have a lot of woes at the moment, but clearly that Nuggets game was a show of compromise that they're not shitty. They had a shitty start, but that they're not hoping to be a shitty team because they they definitely are far from it, but they have not been playing great. Um, they do play against the Pelicans tomorrow in L.A., so see what they can keep proving. Um, there's only four games today. We got the Bulls-Nets going on right now. Warriors-Heat. Oh, I might watch it. Nah. If I have time, but I'm, I'm going to watch the game three of the World Series, so I don't know if I'm going to watch the Heat game today. Uh, Magic Thunder, and we got the Timberwolves Suns. I might watch that after the uh, Golden the Golden State Heat game or the World Series game. But that's pretty much that for the NBA at the moment. Um, yesterday was Halloween, if you didn't know. Obviously, the whole fucking world was dressing up. I didn't get to dress up this year, but it's okay. Maybe next year I'll think of something um, creative. Usually I like to think that I want to wear something. I didn't have a costume. I didn't want to like create something. But whatever, you know, ne next year I'll, I'll see if I can do something about it. Um, I saw some pretty shitty-ass fucking Halloween costumes, but I also saw some pretty good ones. I did a TikTok um, about, like, the best and worst costumes I saw yesterday. Um, there was definitely some good ones, man. Like, which ones Which ones were the ones that, uh, that I saw yesterday that were, like, fucking fire, fire? Oh, I, I deleted the photos, but wait, let me go on my recently deleted on my phone see where I can find them. Okay, there we go. Okay, so I saw, um... Kim K's one where she was dressed up as Mystic from the X-Men. I think she looked good. Um, Cardi B dressed up as uh, uh, Marcy Simpson from the Simpsons. Honestly, fuck with it. I'm not even gonna lie with you. Why did this shit stop? Okay, there we go. Um, Alright. She, she looks good, though. Can't even lie. Uh, Lil Nas X dressed up as Ice Spice. Great. Good for you, Brody. Um, Kendall Jenner dressed up as Jessie from Toy Story. Think she looks cute there. Um, Chloe Bailey dressed up as Lola Bunny. God damn. God fucking damn. Got me feeling some type of way. Diddy dressed up as the Joker. And I think that was hard. I think that was probably the hardest Halloween costume. I mean, Joker is not the most... It's, 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 it's a generic, you know, costume. Um, it's, it's a generic pick. You know, it's nothing unique in itself. But, um... But yeah, no, no, I, th I think he killed it, bro. He was acting just like, just like the Joker too, like his mannerisms and everything, like on, 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 on point, and everything. Uh, Wiz Khalifa dressed up as Ed from Good Burger. Uh, Nicki Minaj dressed up as Cinderella. DDG and Halle Bailey dressed up as the Avatars, the Avatar couple. Um, 
Kali Uchi's dressed up as Jessica Rabbit, and holy fuck, she looks just, like, I mean, to the T, looks just, just like her, like, holy fuck. Um, and then I also saw some shitty ones, like the Jeffrey Dahmer, I saw a, some costume of a kid wearing the Jeffrey Dahmer costume, yeah, I was like, okay, not, I can't believe I'm not surprised seeing that, but that was shit, and then I saw someone wearing a Selena costume, but with the bullet, or Selena costume with the bullet wound on her chest, and haha, you're fucking hilarious for making a stupid, insensitive-ass costume about, you know, a fucking musical icon, so, you know, take your fucking L, and, you know, may all the hate that was spread to that person that wore the damn costume is reasonable, because holy shit, um, you are, you are out of your fucking mind. Why is my TV not fucking working? Well, not the TV, it's, it's the channel. Okay, let me just reload this shit and exit, and let me start looking up NFL, and start recapping week eight. Um, can't believe it, but next week will be the literally the halfway point of the regular season. Um, this Thursday, week nine, officially begins... Are you fucking serious? Oh my god, no! Oh my god. Oh my god, okay. Embarrassing. You know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have to... Alright, alright. Um, so, yeah, technical difficulties with my TV shit. Um... I'm going to recap this bitch as fast as I can so I can watch this World Series game. Okay. I'm just going to point out. I'm not going to go over like the stats or everything. I'm just kind of going to talk about every game, but maximum one to two minutes. Okay? So, just bear with me. All right. Ravens, Buccaneers, Thursday night football game. Ravens won this game 27-22. to Ravens offense was ass. But they were able to put a point. Their defense was able to um, get enough points. The Buccaneers had a decent performance offensively. Couldn't match up with the defense. However, Ravens' defense was too good at some point. Um, and the Ravens were able to cut them out. Um, and it just wasn't enough to catch up to the Ravens. The Buccaneers now are struggling. Um, they're on a three-game losing streak, I believe. They got to fix things. They don't know what they're doing at the moment. They really need to adjust because things are looking pretty fucking awful for this Buccaneers team at the moment. Um, next, we got the Broncos and the Jaguars. Jaguars actually lost this game 21-17. to um, Yeah, the Broncos were able to take the W here. The Broncos actually stepped up offensively. They stepped up offensively. They played a lot better than anticipated. And, yeah, I mean, they were able to step up. They were able to outperform the Jaguars um, in London. And things are showing progression now. Hopefully they can use this win as momentum, keep going in throughout the season. Jaguars still suck, so not much have changed there with Jacksonville. Kind of don't know where they're going to really be going through in there. But let's see what things can progress for uh, Denver and for Jacksonville. But Denver, they needed a win like this because if not, their season would have been over. And they would have made some big moves um, firing the head coach and trading a bunch of assets and pieces and stuff. But at the moment, 
they're three and five nothing you know they still have everybody in place um and nothing has changed at the moment so yeah they could they can run away with it right now but the broncos do take the w here next we got the miami dolphins taking on the detroit lions with the dolphins actually ended up winning this game 31 to 27 it was a close game it was a close game it was a very close game. Um, the Lions pretty much smacked us in the first half, and then we decided to come back in the second half and, you know, turn the gear on. Jalen Waddle and Tua, um, great duel. Jalen Waddle, Jalen. Jalen. Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, great uh, receiver duo. Um, and clearly the fastest duo in the NFL. Um you know, Tua having those two guys out there in the field just, just helps them so much offensively. Because today was mostly just a throwing game, man. It was just like that Ravens game, putting up all those points by Tyreek's touchdowns, by Tua's um, uh, passing touchdowns to Tyreek, to, uh, to Jalen Waddle. Um, and that was pretty much the same uh, scope that we were able to see in this performance, in this game here. The run game was pretty much non-existent. We didn't really need to use much of that. The Lions were able to start off hot offensively, but they've been struggling offensively the last couple games. Um, and their defense still suck. <laughs> That's that has not changed at all. Um, so yeah, the Dolphins, they they still suck, man. Uh, I mean the Lions, they still suck. Um and the Dolphins are regrouping. They're getting things back together. They're five and three. They're they're looking pretty good right now. Still have them as a contending team for the AFC, for sure, a playoff team at the moment. Lions cannot be fucked with at the moment. With Tua, we are fine. We're fine. Um, next, we got the Panthers taking on the Falcons. And the Falcons actually came up with the victory here. 37-34. to In overtime, this game was crazy. Back and forth from P.J. Walker, Marcus Mariota. Both offenses were lighting it up. Um, P.J. Walker threw a god-tier pass to D.J. Moore with 12 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Um... Unfortunately, DJ Moore got called for a penalty for throwing his helmet, which eventually could have set up um, the Panthers to get a game-tying or the game-winning extra point, but the kicker sold, um, which eventually forced overtime, in which they, the Panthers also got the ball back, won the coin toss, and they were able to get the ball back first with the kicker missing the opportunity for the game-winning field goal in OT so blew the get the extra point kick um in regulation to force overtime and also sold in re overtime basically allowing the Falcons to get another field goal in to get the only field goal in overtime and win it um so yeah DJ Moore and Pinheiro were the kickers what was Pinheiro was the kicker and DJ Moore obviously the receiver 50-50 blame for the Panthers losing this one but they were able to put up a great fight against the Falcons. And these last two games, the run game has been phenomenal. Deontay Foreman had three touchdowns in this game. So, you know, this this Panthers offense is looking pretty nice right now. At, le at least the run game at the moment. Without CMC, it's still looking good. So, cannot be trusted right now with the Panthers. But they still have a lot of problems offensively. The run game against, kind of like the Bears... They have a good quarterback, or at least a competent enough quarterback to not choke them games. A good run game, but a shitty-ass defense. And the defense can also step up at times. Obviously, the game against the Bucks, the defense was phenomenal, but it's just super inconsistent.
Um, but yeah, the Falcons were able to still get the victory here. Next, we got the Cardinals losing to the Minnesota Vikings 34-26. Again, the Vikings just continue to get ways to win games. It doesn't matter if they're pretty. It doesn't matter if they're ugly. They are just still able to get W's and only W's on the board. Um, yeah, this Cardinals team has a lot of miscues. DeAndre Hopkins had a phenomenal game. Kyler Murray had a pretty good performance. Um, but the Vikings still getting wins. Um, and Justin Jefferson has been not that great this year. He had that monster game in week one against the Packers, and after that, he just has been kind of non-existent. I mean, the run game has been good. Kirk Cousins have been throwing it around the whole field, giving a bunch of targets to a bunch of different receivers and uh, tight ends and everything. But Vikings, even throughout, their defense has stepped up. They played a lot better. Vikings, at the moment, are one of the best teams in the league, one of the best teams in the NFC. Um, they, they're the front runners in the NFC North at the moment against the Packers, against the Lions, um, and the Bears. So things are definitely looking good for Minnesota. They got to keep it up. Arizona, y'all got to figure something out. Y'all want to make a playoff push? Y'all got to get things going because this is not it right here. But the Vikings do win 34-26. to Next, we got the Cincinnati Bengals psych. We're not going to talk about them just yet. The Chicago Bears going up against the Dallas Cowboys. And the Cowboys absolutely fucking dominating this one to 49-29. to Yeah, the offense was hella fucking explosive in this one. Tony Pollard, great fucking performance. Um, CeeDee Lamb had a great game. Dak Prescott had like three passing touchdowns, two passing touchdowns, excuse me. Uh, how many? I think Tony Pollard had three rushing touchdowns as well. Um, just like Deontay Foreman. Um, yeah, the Cowboys offense was clicking in this one. And the defense, be real, the defense was good. But it was, I mean, they still allowed 29 points. And the offense, the Bears offense scoring 29 points is pretty impressive considering how shitty their offense can be sometimes. Um, and then going up against a defense like the Dallas Cowboys is definitely no easy task. And they were able to put up a fight. So I'll give the Chicago Bears some credit there. But the Cowboys are still the Cowboys. They were able to get the job done. Dak Prescott there is just making this team a lot fucking better. So you just cannot complain. You know, as a Cowboys fan, psych. As the, to the Cowboys fans that, you know, have a lot to say, this is their year, blah, 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 all that bullshit. You know, if they could keep things up, you know, you, ne you never know, man. It sucks to say, but you, you really just don't know. But in the meantime... This Cowboys team is clicking. This Cowboys team is figuring things out. And it's looking pretty good. So I, I cannot lie. Yeah. Cowboys looking like one of the best teams in the NFL at the moment. With a complete offense. With a complete defense. If they can just continue to play like this. My God. The whole league should be terrified. But yes. The Cowboys do beat the Bears 49-29. to Alright. Next game we got the Raiders going up against the Saints. And the Saints ended up taking the W here, 24-0. to zero. Yes, the Raiders put up a whopping zero points. They got shut out against the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. So, what the fuck is going on with the Raiders? Terrible head coaching. Offense, literally non-existent. Alvin Kamara had three touchdowns. After not even having a single touchdown in his first five, six games of the season, um, 
three touchdowns off the rip in one game. Alvin Kamara was the only thing that the Raiders had to control. They just could not get a hold of him at all. Um, and yeah, the Saints, just they just had to use Alvin Kamara as their secret weapon. And then they were good enough to just defeat the Raiders. And the defense was impeccable, not even a, allowing a single point um, for the Raiders to even get in the red zone. Did they even get in the red zone? Maybe not. Um, were they even 20 yards away? Can't even I can't even lie to you. Maybe I probably didn't even see that at all throughout the entire game. And if they were, they were just turnovers and more turnovers and even more turnovers. So, yeah, the Raiders are embarrassing at the moment. They suck dick right now. And the Saints getting a big win here because they also have been struggling. At least offensively, they have not been clicking. Alvin Kamara carried this game, let's be real. But hopefully maybe the Saints next week, if they're not on the bye week, I believe. They do play next week, right? Yes, on Monday Night Football against the Ravens. Um, they keep things going, you know. This run game is still going to be good with Kamara. The offense could still be good. Young guys and stuff like that that they still got preparing themselves. So, yeah, the Saints defense played great. So if they can keep things going, you know, not much to say for the Saints. Maybe they can push for a playoff, a playoff spot. We'll have to wait and see. All right, next we got the Pittsburgh Steelers losing, obviously, to the Philadelphia Eagles, 35-13. to Not much to be said here. The Eagles are the best team in football at the moment. Um, yes, I know the Bills exist and the Chiefs exist, um, but we're undefeated. We're now smacking the fuck out of teams that, yes, are not great like the Steelers, but they also have put up fights in pretty good teams um, like the Buccaneers like the Dolphins, which, you know, if the Buccaneers was competent enough to able to step up in that game, maybe the Steelers would have been gone their ass whooped, but that didn't happen. The Dolphins did beat the Steelers, but the Dolphins were really bad in the second half. They were basically giving the Steelers the game at many points, but the Steelers couldn't prevail, and Kenny Pickett threw all those picks, and it cost them the game. As much as defense was also not that good towards the quarter, um, towards the second half, could have played better. Could have definitely played better. This one, though, it wasn't even close. Um, the Eagles were just dominant all the way throughout. A.J. Brown had three passing had three passing touches. Had three receiving touchdowns in the first half alone that easily carried my fantasy team this week. Um, I literally won fantasy this week. I'm 4-4 four and four now. And I beat my opponent by one point because he had McCaffrey. Um, so McCaffrey was uh, was just, mm, I was, I, man, I'm so glad I was able to overcome that. But A.J. Brown having those three touchdowns in the first half. Jalen Hurts playing out of his fucking mind. And the defense. Again, this Eagles team is serious. If we played against the Bills this season and we continue to play how we've been playing, we would put up a fight. I wouldn't guarantee a win. But it would be a close game at the very least. We would not get obliterated. We would not. We would put up a fight. We could upset the Dolphins. Fucking upset at the Bills. And it didn't look too much of me saying that the Bills are obviously a fantastic team. Obviously, still one of the best teams in the league. But they have weaknesses. It just it just doesn't show because they're just they're just too good. And and and, and who is stopping that offense? That defense? It just it feels like it would never be touched. It's perfection. 
And I'm not saying the Eagles are perfection, but at the moment, the record definitely demonstrates that. Yes, I don't think we're going to go undefeated throughout the whole season, though. But through September and October, we've made it through without taking a single L. Let's see, since it's November 1st, um, what we can do throughout the month of November if we even lose a game this month. If we'll have to make it to December to lose a game. We'll have to wait and see. But the Eagles are 7-0. And the Texans that we go up against this Thursday, literally in two days from now, that's going to be the team that's going to stop us. Got NFL, I know it's like the most unpredictable thing ever. You know, this game is very unpredictable, but can this not happen? Let us not lose to the damn Texans. I cannot underestimate them at all. For some reason, I cannot. But we should be fine, right? We it's the damn it's the damn Texans, guys. It's the damn Texans. Why why am I scared? <sighs> oh God. Um. Yeah. But the Eagles got an easy win here against the Steelers, anyways. Next, we got the Patriots defeating the Jets, twenty-two to seventeen. Like I told y'all, because Bill Belichick always, and I mean always, and always will own the New York Jets. The Jets, Brees Hall. Unfortunately, out for the remainder of the year. They brought James Robinson, who hasn't been active on the roster just yet. Um, Jets have nowhere to go offensively. And let's remember Zach Wilson. Man's a motherfucker. Literally a motherfucker. But he cannot throw the game away way more than this game. Um, Really bad decision-making. Can't even throw the ball away properly. Three picks, two touchdowns, my God, like, not much going. And he had a better performance overall than Mac Jones besides the picks. More consistent with his passes, more less attempts and everything, but Jesus, man. Um, that Patriots defense was good enough, and the run game for the for the, for the Pates, for the Pats were good enough to overstomp the Jets. The Jets just needed a refresher to see where things are going. Um, it does not matter how good the Jets team could be. They just can't beat this fucking Patriots team. They, they really cannot. Um, so, yeah, not not a surprise to me. Not a surprise to a lot of people, maybe. But, yeah, the Patriots were able to overcome a win here, get a win here. Um, we'll see what they can do on Sunday against the Colts. Um, so, let's see how that happens. All right, next game we got the Tennessee Titans. Defeating the Houston Texans 17-10. I don't know what made me think that had the Texans actually winning this game. Because I always forget that Derrick Henry absolutely owns the Texans. And that's exactly what he fucking did once again in this game. Um, 219 yards. 32 carries. And two touchdowns. And averaging 6.9 yards per carry. So, my God, Derrick Henry is just him once again. And against the Texans, it is just a guaranteed win. In Houston, in Tennessee, does not matter. The Texans just cannot, can they just do not know how to play football when they go up against the Titans or when they see Derrick Henry in their sight. Texans are ass. And they're gonna get even more. They're gonna get even more fucking destroyed on Thursday night football against the Eagles, even if they do stay in Houston, um, and play at home. I'm sorry, but this is this is a, this is gonna be a bloodbath, and not in both teams. You know, both teams. You know, going out, going at it 
at each other. It's just going to be a shit show all the way through. Um, but yeah, the Titans deservedly, deservedly so got the win here. And that's that. All right, next we got the New York Giants losing to the Seattle Seahawks 27 to 13. Okay, so the Giants finally lose a game. Um, as I predicted to the Seattle Seahawks, uh, Daniel Jones non-existent in this one. Um, didn't throw a touchdown, didn't throw an interception, didn't have much going there. Geno Smith still looks fucking good, still has been good. Um, the run game hasn't been crazy in this game. Um, Kenneth Walker still had a touchdown and 51 yards and 18 carries. Um, but the run game, Kenneth Walker didn't have the greatest performance. But the Seahawks were still able to shut down the Giants, not put the, not allow them in the end zone as much. They were pretty much shutting them out for defensively, man. The Seahawks knew what they were doing. They looked like a playoff team at the moment. It is crazy to say that, but that's exactly what they look like. They look exactly like a playoff team. And not much going in with the Giants right now. The Giants are still looking good, but they needed a, they needed a, lo a, a loss like this. Um, I believe they're entering their bye week. Yes, they're not even going to play next week on Sunday. Um, to kind of get things in a good rhythm because right now, Giants need to lose like this to kind of feel like, okay, we're back, we're falling back on earth. We need to lose like this, a loss like this to kind of keep us in, in, in control. But they're still a good team. Let's see where they can keep going after this. Or maybe do they completely fall apart and just forget that they were a good team at some point. But the Seahawks, big win for the Seahawks here. And they were able to take it. <clears throat> um, next, we had the Commanders defeating, but barely, the Indianapolis Colts 17-16. So Sam Allinger made his NFL debut start in this one. This was his stat line. Um, 17 for 23, 201 yards, zero touchdowns, and zero picks. But Taylor Heineke, you know, he had a touchdown. He had an interception. He also had a rushing touchdown. Antonio Gibson had a rushing touchdown. Um, and the commanders were able to play good football defensively. And towards the end, that's when the offense was clicking in for the commanders in the fourth quarter. Getting, setting up, uh, uh, setting up a clutch drive. Terry, Taylor Heineke throwing a great pass to, uh, to Terry McLaurin. Uh, over Stephon Diggs, and that set them up in the end zone pretty much and took over the game. Uh, then, unfortunately, the Colts still had a chance with like 30-something seconds left in the game. Michael Pittman dropped a really bad pass. He was wide the fuck open and had at least some yards to go through to see if they can even get into field goal range so they could try to get the win here, and they could have won maybe 19-17. to 17. But that did not happen. The Colts' defense... Um, I mean, the commander's defense was able to shut them out, and the commanders took the W barely. But a win is a win, um, and the commanders got it. So, good win for the commanders. Next, we had the 49ers just, just steamrolling. The L.A. Rams, once again, the Niners. Some things will never change. The Patriots being the Jets. The, the, um, the Texans getting destroyed by Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans. And the 49ers just always defeating the Rams in the regular season. Um, they sweep the season series once again against the Rams. Um, and yeah, the Rams still suck right now. They are not a good football team. There's so much inconsistency with, inconsistency with their team. A lot of injuries on offense, but barely any offense is showing up. Um, yeah, Jimmy G had two touchdowns. McCaffrey 
had a fucking crazy, crazy performance. Matthew Stafford, one touchdown, and that was that to Cooper Cup. Who else? Because nobody else on that team is even getting anything, any yardage, any par- any yardage, any targets. It's all Cooper Cup time. Nothing all but Cooper Cup. That's all that's going on right now. So it is a little embarrassing to say here, but give me the, you know, this 49ers team is looking good, man. But let's talk about McCaffrey. I mean, this is the... Um, this is the he's the first player since 2005 to have a passing, a receiving, and a throwing pass touchdown. A passing, receiving, and rushing touchdown. Wait, I, why did I say throwing? So yeah, he had a passing, receiving, rushing touchdown. All three in one game. And remember, he's a running back. He gets most of his touchdowns, you know, running the football. I, I don't think he has a lot of uh, receiving touchdowns. Um, and surely as hell does not have a lot of passing touchdowns. And he was able to do all of it in this game. In his second game as a 49er, he had three touchdowns all in different ways. Um, so, yeah, this man really threw, caught, and ran a touchdown this, this man was literally the entire offense. He was the entire offense in this game. McCaffrey versus Rams. That's all it was. That's all it fucking was. Um, yeah, McCaffrey had a fucking phenomenal game here. Um, props to him. I had to go up against him in fantasy, and I thought I was completely fucked. Because, come on. You know, to be honest, when you have McCaffrey doing all that shit, your opponent is looking at it like, okay, I'm about to lose this week. But thankfully, A.J. Brown gave me, like, damn near 40 points in fantasy and was able to get my team going. Um, so, yeah, big W. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, all right, next, <laughs> let's go talk about Sunday Night Football between the Packers and the Bills. So the Bills won this one, 27-17. But the Packers made this game a little interesting, at least in the fourth, fifth quarter, fifth quarter, what the fuck, fourth quarter. Um, Aaron Rodgers had two touchdowns, an interception. Aaron Jones, the offense at the moment. I mean, 143 yards, 20 carries at the moment in this game. I mean, he's clearly the best team on offense and just needs to continue. To, the, the Packers just need to continue to run the damn football because that's what Aaron Jones has been able to do. He's been controlling the offense at the moment. But the Bills, you know, the Bills, they're the Bills, man. Josh Allen, two touchdowns, one to Devin Singletary. And one to Stephon Diggs. Oh, excuse me, not Singletary, but to uh, Docks and Knox. But he did have two pretty ugly interceptions um, in the fourth quarter that kind of allowed the Packers to try to get in the groove of things. Um, unfortunately, Mason Crosby missed uh, what it could have set up uh, or what it could have shortened up the lead for the Bills into a seven-point game instead of a ten-point game. But unfortunately, that couldn't have happened. They would have still needed the, that kick. An onside kick had to be successful, and then they had to guarantee a touchdown and then the extra point. So, yeah, they were going to go through that, come back, but it, it just failed after he missed that field goal. So the Bills were able to take over after that, and the Bills were able to get the win here. But it wasn't the domination that the Bills were expecting because the Packers have looked terrible these last couple weeks. Um, but even with that, they're still on a four-game losing streak. The Packers go up against the Lions. If the Packers do not win against the Lions, they are literally on the verge of not even being a playoff 
contending team. It's still early to say that the Packers are not going to make it to the playoffs, but at least not even a playoff contending team. I'm talking about one of the worst teams in the NFC and in the entire NFL if they cannot beat a team who is literally one of the worst teams in the NFL in the Detroit Lions. So Packers, you guys need to get a win here in Detroit on Sunday. If not, you guys will not be not talked about. Everybody is going to just absolutely be on your ass all week long about that. Um, And the Buccaneers, same thing. Even though they go up against the Rams, which is still a big win if they can get one um, on Sunday. Should be an exciting matchup, but I don't know. Both teams have not been playing great. So I can't really say if it's going to be you know exciting or not. But the Bills were able to get the win here, and that's that. Um, and then finally, Monday Night Football last night, Halloween night, between the what the fuck between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns. Just as the Bengals were grouping things together, they go to Cleveland and they get their ass destroyed, man. Jamar Chase, this is his first game that he misses throughout the whole season, and clearly they missed the fuck out of him. Um, let me look at the stat line real quick. I mean, Joe Burrow had two touchdowns, one interception, one touchdown to T. Higgins, expected, and Tyler Boyd. But Jacoby Brissett, 278 yards, a touchdown. Nick Chubb, two rushing touchdowns, 101 yards, 23 carries, and Jacoby Brissett also even had a rushing touchdown. So, basically... The Bengals' offense, damn near terrible throughout the entire game. They scored 13 points in the fourth quarter, pretty much in garbage time. Um, They couldn't get much going because they were getting their ass destroyed um, throughout the whole game. Again, the Browns' uh, run game is phenomenal. With Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, there's just nothing better than that at the moment in in, in in the running game department. Um, and their offense was clicking, and the defense shut out the Bengals for three quarters. So clearly the Browns were just strong at home. They were feeling themselves. They were playing good football, gritty football. If they if they played more like this, my God, would they have been easily a playoff contending team and probably would have been on top of the division because they're now third in the division, um, just behind the Bengals for second, and the Ravens are first. The Bengals could have, you know... Rose up, got, would have tied the Ravens for first place, but here they are tied. Um, here they are tied record four and four, and they're in second place in the division. While the Browns can still catch up at any given point, um, the Browns, I believe, go up against the, the. Oh no, they go. They have a bye week, and then they go up against the Dolphins on the thirteenth in Miami. So, look, man, the Bills. Oh, actually, no, the Dolphins. The Bills. The Dolphins go up against the Bills though after the week of Miami. But the Browns do have a really tough schedule. I mean, they go up against the Dolphins, then the Bills, then the Bucks, then the Bengals and the Ravens again, and then even the Saints. The Texans, Commanders, Steelers, there should be winnable games as well. And also those games in December, Deshaun Watson will be back in those games for December. So it could definitely happen that they could win all their games in December. Six games in December. Excuse me, not six. They play four games in December and then two games in January before the postseason if they even make the postseason. But, yeah, the Browns have some momentum going, you know. They're kind of like the Broncos. They've been really inconsistent, but at least the Browns look like if they could just figure things out in the run game and their defense can be a little bit more consistent, they actually are a playoff team. Well, the Broncos need to fix that that offense because that offense is shit. 
while the defense lights out <laughs> lights out so yeah um so yeah um the winners of week eight goes to the ravens the broncos the dolphins the falcons the vikings the cowboys the saints the eagles the patriots the titans the seahawks the commanders the 49ers the bills and the browns so those are the winners for week eight um and that is it for today's episode i'm gonna be doing another episode on thursday with my week nine picks can you guys believe it on thursday night football this week in two days will be the first game of the second half of the nfl regular season this year can you believe it we've made it through eight weeks of football we're about to enter through the ninth week this thursday half of the season's done already can i can't like time is just september october and november and december are just gonna continue to just fucking ooh, just fly because i uh, yeah I, I i cannot believe it's already been eight sundays that i've just stayed home all day watching football and i'm gonna do that eight more fucking times or nine more fucking times 12 more times including the playoffs so you know it's it's much to say. It's much to say. But cannot wait for week nine football. Can't wait the Thursday night football game. But I'm gonna be watching the World Series game three as soon as I tell my mom to fix the cable thing at the moment. Um so I'll I'll get that figured out. But anyways, um thank you guys for watching. Hope you guys enjoyed. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Take care. Be safe out there. Um this world is is is, is a dangerous is a dangerous place, man. Y'all gotta be careful, man. Be on the lookout, you know. And tell your loved ones that you love them, you know? You, you you never know when when your day comes. You may think you're gonna live a long life and that's the goal and everything, but things happen, you know? So when you have, you know, a mother, a father, auntie, whoever, you know, just let them know that you love them. Let them know that you're doing okay. You know, reach out to them, talk to people, you know, just... Be able to show that love to, to the people that you love, you know, because life can just hit you all of a sudden in a core and one little thing can change everything. You know, one little thing can change everything, you know, obviously bringing up takeoffs, death. He did not expect that after a single dice game at a Halloween party outside of a bowling alley, he would see God the day or just hours later. You know, things like that. You know, you, you, you life is just so short that you want to appreciate every moment of it. And you want to make the best out of it. And you want to get to enjoy much of it. And when you, when you have a feeling that something is not going right, trust your fucking gut, man. I'm telling you, trust your gut. There's certain things that I kind of never listened to my gut. But I always had an instinct that it was something's going to happen. Maybe it won't happen. But at least I have a fear that something could make it happen. Don't doubt yourself for that, you know? If you have a feeling that something... If you don't feel safe, if you don't feel comfortable for doing certain things, you know, you got to believe in yourself. And you really got to, you know, show that to people. You know, But show it to you because you will... You know, you're in control of your own life. You make your decisions. So that's up to you um, for you to decide that. But yeah, man, you know, just take care. You know, we have to show this world more love. We have to... Stop with the petty fucking crimes. People living in the streets or people just out just trying to have a good time, man. This is this is this is not even some street shit that this is involved with 
with uh, gang activities or any any anybody related to certain um, groups with people having beef with people. This is just a stupid person that decided to pull the trigger out of someone out of anger or whatever because I don't know they lost money or they lost the chain or like the stupidest shit. People losing their life, you know, and it feels like it doesn't it doesn't affect me because clearly I'm not into that you know, group or into that type of lifestyle. But for that, as someone can just come up to me, I say one mad thing or one critical thing, and then boom, there I go. You never know, man. You never know. You want to always stay safe. You always want to stay secure. Be as safe as you can possibly be. Because sometimes even being unguarded can, you know, pull you off, you know, can catch you off guard. So, but, but that's that. Um, Take care. Peace out. Hope you guys enjoy Halloween last night. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Hope rest of your night because it's damn near almost 9 o'clock. But anyways, I'm out. See you guys on Thursday. Peace.